Hey ladies, welcome to the Bus Mob Podcast, a breast and body positive resource that was created for the extraordinary ladies of Bus Mob. Now, if you aren't familiar with Bus Mob, we're a community of kind and supportive women cheering each other along on our surgical journeys. You can join us for free and connect with thousands of other ladies at busmob.com. I'm your host, Jenny Eden, and I'm joined by one of my favorite people, Greta Nance. Join us while we take some intentional time each week to jump in the car, grab coffee, and talk about what's going on inside Bus Mob. For the full experience, make sure to check out Bus Mob TV on my YouTube channel. Uh, we didn't coordinate our outfits today. So this is the pumpkin episode. Yes, welcome, welcome to fall. To fall. <laughs> today we're going to talk about what's going on inside of Bus Mob. We're going to answer some you all right? <laughs> well, they had no large straws, so oh. my poor baby straw is sinking into my hey. venti. So we're going to talk about what's going on inside Bus Mob, answer some questions, and then talk about something that we're being intentional about this week. Yes, so, we are. Let's launch into it. What is going on? Well, there's a lot going on in Bus Mob. There's a lot of y'all in there. Um, it's it's overwhelming, mm-hmm. but it's awesome. It's great. But hot topic this week was... Labiaplasties. Long topic. <laughs> this week is Jenny's labia. Uh, not mine. <laughs> but I do really love that we're being so comfortable with one another to have that conversation. Yeah. Um, this one woman posted a before... Well, yeah, her before and after photo. But she listed like the procedures she had recently. Mm-hmm. And it was like tummy tuck, inner and outer thigh liposuction, um, breast augmentation. I think maybe a... Oh, areola resizing, labiaplasty. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was a good list. But then everyone was commenting, like, "Tell me about the labiaplasty. How was it? Was it painful?" And I just think it's so cool because for some of us, it would be easy to be like, "I'm not going to mention that one," but because she did, mm-hmm. other people are like so interested in it. And I think that is so cool. And one of the things I love about Bus Mob. Yeah, it's like though it is funny down the list of things. It's like you finally get up the guts to talk about boobs, mm-hmm. and maybe you're going to talk about your stomach or your fupa area Mm -hmm. but like the last thing i think that i ever want to talk to even my friends or like mom about (laughs) is that area Mm -hmm. somehow and yes we're all about breaking the stereotypes or at least creating a space Mm -hmm. where women are more comfortable and i think i was asking you the other day too it's not one of those areas you know you see your boobs in the mirror Mm -hmm. most of the time every time you get out of the shower i don't really look at that area Mm -hmm. so you do you're always like do i need that I look at it all the time. I think it's really cool. Really? (laughs) Yes. Like every day. Really? Yeah. I bet I haven't looked at mine since I was pregnant and trying to like shave like 10 or 11 years ago. You also have laser hair removal down there. So you have no reason to get too far in. True. (laughs) I'm a hairless cat and we've had that discussion as well. I'm a big fan. Yeah. So I just don't even really look down there. But I am very excited to potentially follow your explorative journey into... Labialand. Designer vagina. Like, that's yeah. a stupid name. But I know. I was like, are you going to get the Barbie one? Wait, like, I don't know. No. I don't even know what that means. No, um, I am having a consultation in December with Dr. Mm-hmm. Routon um, for a labiaplasty mm-hmm. just to ask questions, see if I'm a good candidate. And a lot of people have asked me, like, well, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I just want them to kind of, like, even out. That's mm-hmm. it. Just, like, bring one side up. Is mm-hmm. that a possibility? I'm I don't I'm not sure. So yeah. it sounds like a yes, but I also want to make a surgeon tell me it's a yes. So we will see and I'll keep you guys updated. Yes, please. And keep posting about your questions and things mm-hmm. like that too. You just never know who is like needs to hear that or needs to see someone else take mm-hmm. that leap first. Like 
we deserve to feel comfortable wherever, Mm -hmm. whatever body part we're talking about. And that's one of them that is out of our control, usually genetic, Mm -hmm. or a lot of women have issues after rough childbirth and some tearing and some things like that. So, like, let's explore. We've got some questions. I also have questions from Bus Mob this week. Um... Obviously, I have no idea if these are in any sort of order or the volume will be correct because I'm known for that. The best. Um, but this was a great question that I think you can answer. Oh. So let's listen to it. Why do I suck at this so bad? Like, <laughs> where is the is noise? It going into your I turned car? it off, I thought. Okay, are you ready for a question from the Bus Mob community? I have stubborn fat around my stomach and sides. How do I know if I'm a candidate for liposuction or if I need a tummy tuck? There you Good go. Question. And thank you for not asking about cool sculpting. <laughs> it's we'll just, get there one day. Uh, but that is a common question we hear. Yes. Do you know the answer? Um, I do. Okay. But I'm not going to answer it. Oh, why? Because I interviewed Dr. Fredman oh. on this exact topic. Someone from Bus Mob Got asked it. it during a live I did with Dr. Fredman, who's our Amelia St. Louis surgeon. Mm-hmm. And he gives really good insight onto how you know your candidate for just liposuction, like around the abdomen, or if you need a tummy tuck to get to the results that you want. So why don't we listen to Dr. Fredman? Yeah, let's hear from someone smarter than us. Yeah, the professional. So how can I tell if I need a tummy tuck or if I can just get liposuction around my midsection? Yeah. I'm all ears on this one. Yeah. So, um, okay. So there's, there's, different there's times where liposuction is helpful there's time when you need to have a tummy duck so what what does liposuction do liposuction takes out fat it allows me to sculpt different areas um you know take out fat in specific areas and aside from a little bit of we call skin retraction that you get after liposuction it doesn't do much to the skin Mm -hmm. so it's perfect for somebody that has either stubborn areas of fat or we need to do some sculpting to get a waistline, but there really isn't a lot of extra skin. Um, Those people are gonna be good for liposuction. But if there's extra skin, or another thing that is part of a tummy tuck, which is bringing the six pack muscles together, um, if if that's something that needs to be done, then then you need to have a tummy tuck to do all of those things. So in cases where there's extra skin, you're trying to repair the muscle, then a tummy tuck is gonna be better. In general, if somebody is a candidate for a tummy tuck, they're going to have a better result with a tummy tuck than just with liposuction alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll sometimes you know, explain to people and show people that if you just do liposuction on somebody that actually needs a tummy tuck, they might have extra loose hanging skin and they're, they're not gonna have the result that they want. Yeah, nobody wants that. No. no. <laughs> I love how normal Dr. Fredman is. So down to earth. Yes. Like, Very easygoing. I think that's great for a surgeon because a lot of us don't know like what kind of person you're going to meet when you go into a surgeon's office. Mm-hmm. So to meet someone like Dr. Fredman is just like a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. Thank you for featuring him. Yes. And if you guys enjoyed that, we're going to be featuring uh, multiple Amelia surgeons throughout the year mm-hmm. on Bus Mob's Instagram. We'll be doing lives with them. So if you have any questions, let me know mm-hmm. and I'll make sure to post about it in our stories so you guys can tune in and ask our surgeons some questions too. All right, question number two. I like it because it has to do with fall. I keep seeing people say, it's peel season. Have y'all tried peels? And do you even like them? Peel season. I like that, that people are saying that. I think it's like... Like everyone talks about pumpkin spice latte season or whatever, but like like people are making a skincare thing about a season. (laughs) 
You're not supposed to have chemical peels really during the summer because we just, you know, during the summer, just have fun. The sun is out. Wear your sunscreen. Wear your hat. But just try to maintain your skin. But then once the weather gets cooler and when we're out of the sun and we're maybe not going to the beach or the lake, (laughs) it is time to get off the the damage we may have done for the last four to six months. So... Uh, peels. Have you had a chemical peel? I have. I've had mm-hmm. the very superficial ones because I do like how you can kind of go deeper into the skin mm-hmm. depending on like... Not going to say anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. I already made a joke earlier when mm-hmm. you said something. I couldn't, oh. couldn't handle it. You can have totally like under $100 practically. Yeah. It, like very like superficial peels that manually get off those top couple mm-hmm. layers of skin. It very helps gentle. with pores. It helps with acne. It helps with just the smoothness mm-hmm. of the skin. Like whether you have issues or not, they're a good idea idea to do even just for maintenance because you let that build up over 20 years and then you're like I'm going to do something now and you have years of work to do you Mm -hmm. can't just scrape it all off at once so I I have a love-hate relationship with peels I have very tough time not peeling my own skin off oh you know like so the actual act of peeling is extra annoying to me (laughs) but there is almost nothing like the results you can get from a peel so like lasers treatments and things like that like peels are honestly usually the best you just have to plan on if you're going to do one of these deeper ones like i like the perfect peel or the vi peel they're around like 300 dollars. but you're going to peel pretty significantly for three to five days it's hard to be that ugly for that long like because you don't just look weird people are like (laughs) <laughs> your skin like you look like Something's a potato right. chip is hanging off you'll be talking to someone trying to be like an adult <laughs> and you have cornflakes falling from your face you know this <laughs> hanging out of the side like it does because it cracks like, a lot stop right looking here at my face. stop looking at it it's not good so um i really sold it didn't i, I? Was just saying, like, <laughs> come on down I and get your i will be having mine they are great like <laughs> potato chips is what i've always thought of um and (laughs) i'm all over the coffee is already getting to me today um this is when i got hooked onto biocream last year after my first peel one of the estheticians was like here's what you should use when you really start to get dry and you're because it gets a little itchy like Mm -hmm. just it's it's like a sunburn that has to come to the surface and you get really dry. And that's when I get hooked on BioCream, mm-hmm. the Neocutis BioCream. Like BioCream. Big fan. Me too. It's worth buying to get you through the fall. Mm. Like, I, you can almost, if you're just going to use this for, like, post-treatment and then when you're dry during the winter, you know, the heating and air conditioning, mm. heating is on, you get drier, there's less moisture in the air. Um, I'm a big fan of this as a night cream. And it will not clog you. Like, even if you have oily skin, like, this can be a really good bet during the winter and fall season. But try a chemical peel and or read about it or ask questions in the Boss Mob Skincare Group. So this week during our brunch club, we mm-hmm. talked about the difference between fun and adventure. Mm-hmm. Because in both of our Wheel of Houses... <laughs> wheel, wheel of Life. Wheel of Life. What's a Wheel of House? I don't know, but... Wheelhouse, wheelhouse, wheel of life and wheelhouse. Stay focused. So wheel of life, wheel of life. Mine is fun and yours is adventure. Mm -hmm. And to a lot of people that could probably sound like the same thing, Mm -hmm. but to us, it's very different. And I think that was fun for us to talk about. Mm -hmm. Adventure might not be fun for someone else at all. It might be anxiety provoking and stressful 
But I recognize for me, adventure almost means putting myself out of my comfort zone and like experience something new. Mm -hmm. And I like that. Like that gives me life. Um, And so like, so for our first anniversary for Nick and I, it was paper. We tried to like go by that Mm -hmm. actual spoiler alert. This is year three and it's leather and I'm scared of what my present might be. I might get y'all But the first one <laughs> was paper. And I got us this big map that I found on Etsy that was a map of the world. And it's a scratch off. I love that. You scratch off all the locations that you one. have been. And, and underneath is a different color. It's actually beautiful. It's a beautiful piece of art. We got it framed. And we kind of mm. go scratch off. And so that like filled all like if I that's my roadmap. Mm-hmm. For the next 20 years of my life is oh, to scratch off these things. So, so cool. we almost just like threw a dart at it this fall and we're going to Maine in two weeks. Maine. Never been to Maine. Didn't even know the abbreviation was M-E, which makes make absolutely yeah, no sense. I um, but I hear there's a lobster mm-hmm. and I'm excited. And even last night I booked us on this... Uh, it's a bus tour of Maine. Portland was where we're going. And the bus turns into a boat. Shut up. And Nick was like, you didn't really book that, did you? And I'm like, damn right I did. It goes <laughs> two months ago into <laughs> the water and then you sail around. <gasps> okay, that sounds it fun. It could be a disaster, but like that's it's the kind into of mine thing. Now. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of thing that I'm like, we will not forget. Mm-hmm. It will be a once in a lifetime opportunity. Like that to me is really exciting. Like one of my core values, because I kind of did my core value work in the past mm-hmm. couple months and one of them is connection and the other one is fun. Mm-hmm. And I love that because I didn't even realize it until I started doing the work. But fun for me can be anything. Mm-hmm. It could be if I love to cook, that's fun. Mm-hmm. It could be watching a show that I really enjoy. To me, that's fun. It could be hanging out with friends. Like it's just a broad spectrum of things that mm-hmm. I feel like give me energy and make memories. Yeah. And a lot of times like a lot of times we can get into such a monotonous day to day. Everything kind of feels the mm-hmm. same, but without trying to introduce something fun, it's going to feel that way, mm-hmm. at least for me. So that's why for me, the wheel of life is so important because if I neglect fun, then I'm just going to kind of feel like every day is kind of the same. Yeah. Well, I think honestly, what you just pointed out is what we're missing about telling people. It's the fact that you identified first, what is fun for you. Mm-hmm. I think like, it's taken me a while to get Nick to do that. Sometimes he's like, all we're doing is watching TV. And I'm like, but if watching TV is what we identified mm-hmm. as fun, then when you're in that moment, you're like, oh, this is a reward for me. Mm-hmm. It's like identifying what that is. So you don't, yeah, just roll through life yeah. and be like, I never did anything fun. Well, a lot of times for me, Netflix <laughs> in bed with a glass of wine is like a massive treat. And so yeah. I don't miss it when it happens. Caffeine's starting to kick in hard. It's time for us to get out of the car and go back to work. (laughs) But if you want to watch more of like this kind of thing that we're doing, we have bus mob TVs that we do every week that we push out every week. And we also have brunch club every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on bus mobs Instagram. So you can tune in at 11 o'clock Eastern where we talk about the wheel of life, not Mm -hmm. the wheelhouse of life, whatever. I said. I like your new term. Yeah. But it's where we talk about what we're being intentional about to kind of carry on that confidence that we've built since having plastic surgery. And we want you to carry that on too. And it's peel season. It's peel season. Get in the Bus Pop Skincare Group if you're interested in all things skincare. Mm -hmm. And we're going to peel this one over here and it's going to be great. And we got to get in Bus Pop. So we'll see you in a minute.